afternoon, welcome to Know Yourself, this is Dan Udell, and today I want to talk a little bit about, uh, well, I guess it's like quite a sensitive topic really, uh, I want to talk about uh, suicide and like suicidal thoughts, um, and I want to talk about it because I was having a conversation with someone like really like close to me um, in my life and like someone I like really care about and um, I was kind of having this kind of chat, and yeah, it made me realise a few things that I'd forgotten because you know I've come a long way since like I started going to like therapy and like all that sort of stuff. Like I've I'd forgotten what it was like to be like you know I've forgotten what it was like to feel like you know you wanted to take your own life and you didn't want to be around anymore and, <clears throat> you know, sort of where that comes from. And I want to talk a little bit about that today because uh, with a lot of these things, understanding it is key. Um, once I understood where it came from, it made a lot more sense to me and um, I just remember it being a big relief, like understanding and knowing that, you know, I'm not like a freak or like a weirdo or like, you know, there's not something wrong with me. So, I'll go back in time a little bit. So, uh, back when I was, uh, I would say 20 was when I was like at the height of, you know, like really wanting to like, you know, kill myself and like, you know, think about it on like a day-to-day -day basis, like, you know, not wanting to be around and like, you know, what's the point in uh, getting up because, you know, tomorrow's just another day where I've got to suffer and, you know, feel like crap and not feel like I need to be here. And I had a lot of things on my plate. I was really struggling uh, financially. Um, you know, I was afraid of doing a lot of things that someone who is, you know, 20-year-old, like a 20-year-old is not usually afraid of, like going to parties and like socializing with people and being out in big spaces and, um, you know, being around crowds of people. And so it meant that I didn't do a lot of things, like, you know, I never went to any gigs. I didn't really go to that many parties. Or if I did, I wouldn't stay that long. Um, yeah, I just sort of actively avoid those situations. So, I kind of restricted my, I, I'd been restricted, like, socially as well, um, because of, like, my anxiety, and I was depressed as well, because I had, like, a lot of, uh, like, sort of pent-up resentment about a lot of things in my life, I didn't feel like I had any control in my life on a lot of things, um, which was just my perception, um, I felt like I was just getting up and going to work every day and I felt trapped and I didn't have any choices and and that's a little bit about what I wanted to talk about today because that feeling where you want to take your own life is usually like it's like being on a train and like it's like we get to the last stop and it's like you know We've had a lot of adversity. We've had people pass away, or we've we've lost 
something, you know, we've lost our job, we've lost our house, or we've not got enough money to make it this month, then, you know, usually there's a point where we become overwhelmed. And <clears throat> it's important to know that there's a part of your brain um, that is always there trying to protect you and trying to help you survive. Um, but it doesn't always think about things in, like, realistic, like, practical terms. It's just trying to get you through the day-to-day -day. <clears throat> and, you know, in some ways help you avoid dealing with pain and suffering. It, it doesn't want you to do that because you can't function then. So what happens is you've got to a point where you're overwhelmed with life. There's, like, things that have happened. Uh, like I say, you could have lost your job. You could, your partner could have left you. Um, it could be... Uh, that you've lost your home or you're struggling financially where you've just got no money to your name whatsoever and you're struggling to eat and drink and you're just in a terrible situation. Um, what happens is your brain, that survival mode kind of kicks in and goes like, right, we we can't have, you know, can't deal with this pain anymore. It's just, it's getting ridiculous now. So it kind of hits, it kind of like dances around like a red button in your head. And that red button is uh, like taking your life. You know, I remember quite clearly, like, sort of like, you know, in my head, like, almost being sat in front of that button every day and just like wondering when the right time to press it. And, you know, it was because on that day I'd be feeling particularly overwhelmed and I felt like I wouldn't, I wasn't be, wasn't able to cope, so it's like a way out. It's like a uh, you know we're backed into a corner and we don't feel as though there's any other option. You know, if we had our problems like taken away or resolved, like you know, you'd be thinking to yourself, why what why would I want to take my life? What reason have I got? So it's interesting that when we get like overwhelmed with these problems, that it suddenly becomes an option. It's on the table. So this is where like therapy or like talking to someone will really help in this situation because it's about, you know, if if you do go into like a therapy type situation, it's like, it's about allowing yourself uh, room in your head to start resolving these problems. So it takes that option like off the table for you. Um, or if you're even just talking with someone, that can help because it's kind of like that thing of like a, a problem shared is like a problem halved. You know, I know I've often like shared stuff with people like really close to me and I felt like a certain sense of relief afterwards. It feels like it's not as big as a, you know, a bigger a problem as I thought it was or um, I feel relief just knowing that someone else knows and that I can talk to them about it. Um, it feels like it's the weight off your shoulders. But I understand, like, having suicidal thoughts can be, like, a real sensitive thing, and you don't always know who to trust. But I think I've spoken about this before. Like, for me, it was, uh, like, talking with a family member really helped me. You know, like, talking with my dad. Um, that really helped me because it's someone that I know I can trust to keep it to themselves. Um, you might have that kind of relationship, though, with your friends, you know. Um, you might have friends that are, like, 
know, like brothers or sisters to you, and you feel like you can trust with this information. It's just about, you know, it's just about thinking about it. And, you know, can I, can I give this information to this person, and they're gonna keep it to themselves because, you know, once it's out, it's out. And you might not necessarily want people to know this information because I think there is still a stigma in the workplace. I think there is still um, a stigma attached to like mental health. Um, so you might not, you know, want it out there. Um, I think certain people and workplaces are more acceptable or accepting of it than others. But for me, like, I've been prejudiced against like. Uh, my mental health before in a workplace where I've worked, so I would I would recommend just keeping it, you know, outside of that environment, um, because each person is going to be different, and I think that's the same with each uh, manager you have as well. And you know, whilst you might be close, you're probably never going to be uh, friends with your manager in a way that. Um, you can reveal this type of information and they can still treat you objectively. Um, I think it's just something to think about. Like I say, for me, it's like friends and family, that sort of information like, doesn't go outside of that. But it's totally up to you. The main point is that if you if you are having the thoughts and you know what they are, I think for me it was I noticed having them because <clears throat> I was uh, waiting to be picked up by my friend because uh, he used to give me lifts to work and uh, I'd be stood by the main road and I'd just be thinking about uh, running out in front of one of the cars whilst they're going past and that was the moment that I realised where I was having them and that was like a sort of wake up call for me and it was a bit like oh god like you know maybe I am like you know, maybe I'm, I'm thinking about it and, you know, I didn't really have the self-awareness at the time, so I didn't really question it. It was just like, it made me sad, you know, the thought about having them. But now in my head, like, because I know a bit more, I'd be asking myself, what is it? What is it about that thought that, you know, why do you reckon I'm having those thoughts? What's happened recently that's caused it? Like, when I get to the when, I sometimes find out the why, if that makes sense. So if I find out when I started having those thoughts, I might be able to figure out why it started happening. I.e., you know, for example, there might be like a triggering event. There might have been like something that happened. Like, you know, I've mentioned like a few things that have happened to me, like, you know, in my life. And I might go back and sort of trace in my head, like, do, like, a sort of timeline sort of thing, and think, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm just sat outside uh, Waitrose, and, like, someone just got cut up really bad, Ugh. but, yeah, you might sort of keep a timeline in your head, and try and trace back to when it started, I know it can be really difficult, because I struggle to think about what I did last week, like, I turn up to my therapy sessions, I'm like, God, like, I don't even know what I've done since last week. Yeah, and this is where like journaling can help as well. And I, I know like I'm really conscious that I talk about journaling a lot, but like I used it two days ago, and I just find it so helpful. And it's really nice to like have something written down where you can go and trace it back and 
I can go and read journals that I've written from like months ago and be like, oh yeah, that's that thing was going on then, and that's also happening now, or you know, vice versa. So it's really important to think about. Um, and the other thing to understand is, you know, hope that you understand that having these thoughts is normal. It's like a reaction. It's a, like I say, it's a survival mechanism from your brain. It's You're thinking these thoughts because it's you're so overwhelmed that there's no other option. It's, it's like, uh, you know, this will help you, so here you go, here's an option for you. <clears throat> so please don't ever think that you're like a freak or like you're, you know, not a good person or you are broken in some way. It's just that every other, you know, you've either tried every other thing or you've just, you've just had a, sort of bad hand at life and there's been some really bad stuff that's happened to you and you know it's just gotten to a point where it feels like the weight of the world is on your shoulder uh, shoulders and there's only so long that we can feel like that and that's like completely normal um so yeah my heart just really goes out to like anyone that's feeling like that and you know this this can also be like a bit of a message for like people that um, know someone that's struggling and maybe uh, you've not been able to relate to them before like god like why would you want to take your own life <clears throat> you know you've got so many good things going for you and it's like you know maybe it's about understanding you know yeah they've they've got a lot of good things going for them but they've also got this that's happening to them or they don't talk so they keep their feelings bottled up on the inside so they've never got a release or you know, or they're suffering in silence and they've never told anyone and you don't know what's going on for them. Um, yeah, hopefully it can help both ways like that. And it's just about creating the awareness. Like I say, I was, I was talking to someone really close to me about it and I just thought, yeah, I, I just had a bit of a realisation that it's, it's like a reaction thing. We do it because, well, we don't like consciously do it. We, our brain is protecting us. Like the ego is like trying to protect us. So it's like, God, we need to survive. <laughs> We're not doing that at the moment. So what we can do to protect ourselves is, you know, end it. So. That's kind of the episode for today, guys. I know it's like probably a bit of a heavy one, um, but I wanted to talk about it because uh, I feel really passionately about uh, I feel really passionately about it, and it's something that's quite close to my heart because I've been through it, and I just yeah, I want uh, I want you to know that if you're going through it, you're not on your own, or I just want to create like a you know, conversation about it and uh, get it in people's minds or, you know, like I say, it might even mean that someone starts talking and speaks about something that they've been suffering with for a long time but they've never spoken about to anyone else. Um, 
even if it just raises awareness, that's like that makes me happy. So yeah, I just I really appreciate any of you that have like taken the time to listen to this, and yeah, I appreciate all the sort of love and feedback that you give as well. It's really nice of you. Um, so that's been the episode for today, and until next time, guys. Peace out.